Um, and basically what the, what the, the machine it goes into does is it filters the plasma from the red blood cells, the little red platelet, whatever the fuck things, they actually pump that back into you. It feels weird. Interesting. You're living in the future. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. They did that to Raiden with his white blood. Oh, yeah. The, I remember the thing that cracked me up about that, where he was like, you took out my blood? Yeah. And then Campbell's like, yeah, but don't worry, we'll put it back. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and surprise, 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 surprise. Ghost in the Shell live action is out, and people are upset. Yeah, I wouldn't be saying anything that hasn't already been said, suffice to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that... I wish I had an update in regards to what happened to WrestleMania, but I was, just couldn't get myself to care, and from what I hear, it was pretty dumb. Um, only thing I did catch was, uh, apparently the Hardys are back in WWE, and they're the Hardys. Not the Broken Hardys, so I guess they have to leave all that in TNA, and... I don't know, it looks like a bad move. I mean, outside of the craziness, they're just kind of like... Two old wrestlers that beat the living dog shit out of themselves in their younger years, so they're a little slower. But they're a little slower in utilizing a high-flying extreme style. It's, uh... I don't know. I feel like WWE's just trying to kind of nip TNA. I don't know. Nip it in the bud. Nip it in the rug. Wherever. They're just trying to nip it. Permanently. Forever. I mean, really, they should be worried about New Japan, if anything. But, yeah. Um, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, we're still on Ghost in the Shell. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm beginning to think these brain farts are less an issue and more a condition. So, uh, while I deal with that, please enjoy. Alright, gentlemen, what did you think of Law and Order Cyborg Investigations Unit? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, well, we, we're coming off the, the movie, which was, first of all, beautiful. Mm, yes. Uh, and this is definitely not beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it looks fine. It looks fine. That's a mm. huge step down from the what we watched but you're talking time. about uh stuff put towards a movie versus stuff put towards a series you've got a, a smaller budget having to be like exactly but over time it's also the thing where the technology changed mm-hmm. you can definitely see like oh they're doing things a different way and they're not uh, like the hand i don't think that it's hand-drawn animation. No, this is when, I want to say, this is around the time that 
CG kind of took hold. Yeah, so it kind of looks a lot cheaper because it <laughs> is. Um, yeah. But also, it's funny that to think that if it were made maybe like six or seven years earlier, it probably would have looked a lot better. Yeah. Um, um, different. I think a lot of the difference in looks between the two of these also has to do with the time period. Yeah, well, I just mean like the quality of the animation. <laughs> I, to see, the problem is, is that they... It's really choppy. Um, yeah, but you probably get a lot less. Like, I don't think you're going to get a 26-episode series of Ghosts in the Shell with... Because I want to say in the 90s, uh, series, like a series was significantly less common in comparison to movies and OVAs, straight-to-video type deals. So you might have gotten something that looked better, but it would have been significantly shorter and more crammed in. I suppose, but I'm just thinking of, like, even Cowboy Bebop looks a little bit better, and it's from around the time period I'm talking about, and they still got, you know, 20-whatever episodes. It doesn't look as good as the original Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. It still is sort of, it's at the tail end of that hand-drawn era. Yeah. Where the colors are different and the animation's a little bit smoother. But uh, Well, you are speaking for the weebs, sir. <laughs> but uh, um, in regards to like, like it being however long it might have been, uh, uh, I, I didn't. Well, when you say Law and Order, it's funny because this reminded me a lot of Columbo. Hmm. It felt That's like future cyberpunk Columbo. We'll talk about Columbo someday on my show. But, <laughs> uh, well, Columbo is very much the the setup for each Columbo episode is you spend a lot of time seeing like at the beginning of each episode like a killer like kill somebody and them setting the like covering their tracks and they're like hour long episodes and it's like. They spend like five or ten minutes setting that up. You don't even see Columbo until like a quarter of the way into the episode. And then he tries to undo and like figure out everything. And it, that's what it felt like watching this. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, it's interesting to like, hmm. it, it's interesting to see in this world. And I liked it. I wasn't, I didn't know if it was a prequel or whatever. I'm assuming it's a prequel. It's a side, it's kind of its own continuity. Um, I think the creator of this, um, get my notes up, but uh, the creator of this described standalone complex as kind of like a relative to the film and the manga, but it's it's ultimately its own world. Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, yeah, you could probably still place it in a timeline. That's kind of what I did in my head, like... As a prequel, I mean, it. in my head, it's the same thing. Like, it's not tied to what happened in the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was interesting going from, like, the bigness and, like, the artsiness of the movie to, like, something that more kind of plays around in the world and it's definitely, like, a procedural thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, 
Joe Face, before you get into Standalone Complex in particular, uh, what was your experience with Ghost in the Shell prior to this theme month? Well, I had seen Ghost in the Shell a like, long time ago. I think it came out in 1995? Yep. Yeah, so I, I remember seeing it in the um, early 90s. Uh, but this was, so it was kind of nice to, to see it again. It definitely, definitely is still really good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The the art and just, just the music. I really like the music, just the mood of the entire movie and just the characters and just all and all the stuff that they were talking about, which is, you know, about AI and self-awareness and consciousness and robots and blah, 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 and cyborgs. It's just, it's so funny because it's it's starting to kind of, like you, like you guys were saying, you were talking about before, that it's that's a lot of stuff that we're starting to talk about now, and it's becoming a huge deal right now. So that made it even more interesting for me because it's a, a big topic. Um, yeah, I, I loved it. It was just great. So kind of <laughs> uh, seeing that and then like watching the anime, this one, I had never seen this one before. Um, it, it was it was fine. I kept thinking of Psychopaths and like why and because they kind of do that same type of thing in that anime where, you know, they they have to kind of figure out what happened at the very beginning and blah, blah, blah. But that seems a lot more fast paced than this particular one. This was a. A little bit slower. I wasn't bored or anything, but it just—I mean, it—it it kept this thing kept happening that you, they kind of build it up a little bit, and then at the very end of each episode, almost they would kind of just sum up everything. So it was almost to the point where you didn't even need to watch the entire episode. You could probably watch maybe the last five or so minutes, and they would just literally kind of sum up everything that happened and like you know why they were doing it, the villain, like that. Especially happened with the, I think it was the second episode. About the guy in the tank was put into the yeah. I mean, you could literally all of that was summed up kind of near the end, and I, it's uh, it was fine. I guess it was like watching Law and Order. Is <laughs> is all right. Yeah. So there's something to that, and um, the episodes are divided into two formats. Uh, standalone episodes and complex episodes. This is the naming scheme the show came up with. And the standalone episodes are literally that. They're like, uh, they're episodic. They're not tied to an ongoing plot. And episodes one through three, for example, were standalone episodes. Whereas four and five were what are called complex episodes. And they, um, involve an ongoing plot, an ongoing investigation, an ongoing storyline, what have you. And I feel like while I've seen just about all of Standalone Complex, um, these first couple of Standalone episodes were so-so. There are some down the line that are really good, specifically the ones that have uh, character focus in the sense that you get to build up these uh, characters, but you also get a lot of world-building through how these characters interact with it. Um, the complex episodes, I feel, are strong out the out the gate. Well, see, that's the the weird thing. I, after seeing the Ghost in the Shell movie again, when I started watching the anime, my first thinking is, all right, all right, I'm like, clearly there's some really complex stuff going on here there's like all the the ai stuff and you know the main character major she's got a lot going on for her and all those other crazy characters and so i watched the very first episode i was like okay okay so i haven't really talked about the characters yet maybe look at that in the second episode 
All right, still nothing. I mean, I'll hold on to the third episode. Okay, what's going on here? I feel like I've been lied to. So well, it's it's because <laughs> it's because you got twenty six episodes and two seasons to really dive right. in. I know. I'm just I'm just like saying that, especially coming off of the movie, my expectation was that there was going to be a lot more of that right in the very beginning. Because that's the kind of way the movie was. So I kind of figured the anime would be like that, too. But mm-hmm. clearly it wasn't. It is, like you said, 26 episodes. And uh, even though the first three were so-so, I still kind of want to see the rest of it. I do like the characters, and I especially like the world. So mm-hmm. it's definitely something I want to keep watching. Yeah, um, I'm probably going to get around to rewatching it. Because I did enjoy coming back to this. Um, I guess the weird thing with the uh, film versus this is that the film tried to cover a lot of ground within a I think like uh, 120 minutes no no hundred. I made the same mistake you did last episode Mike <laughs> an uh, hour and 20 minutes an hour and 20 minutes yeah and how much they covered in that hour and 20 minutes is kind of obscene yeah it actually it almost it made me want so much more. I wanted the movie to be like two or maybe three hours long. Mm-hmm. I just because <laughs> there was just so much they were like you said they were trying to cover and talk about and all these interesting ideas, and then it just feels like it just kind of cuts off at the end. And like, what? No, I want to know more. Tell me more. Yeah, with Puppet Master and all that stuff. That's that's the nature of, um, I guess, uh, knowledge is you always want more. There's always more to gain. There's just not enough time in the world. Did somebody say something like that in one of my episodes? Probably. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, well, I can't remember. I will say... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it was about uh, the goddamn... Batman? No. That doesn't help. <laughs> Helps me a little. Um, yeah, never mind. Oh, so sorry. one one thing that was that I found a little weird and it kind of bothered me was the way she was dressed. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's like it was like it's just like a wearing it's like riding up her ass. It was just so weird she wearing was, that in the just, costume she was wearing. She was just uh, wearing a swimsuit. It was basically a with a jacket suit. over it. With but, the but why? That was um, weird. Because like, what, what what made it weird, you stranger for me, was that like she'd be wearing those sometimes, but then she would switch over to some like really nice proper, like you know, assault gear or whatever you want to call it. So it just made me wonder why is she wearing that at all? I, <laughs> I, the only explanation I can give you is is that's the kind of shit she wore in the manga. Oh, okay. That's, read a manga. And and the manga, I think, while it does have all the like depth and interesting stuff in regarding uh philosophy and technology and all that stuff, it's also written by an unabashed pervert. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, like like he like um I think it's Masamune Shiro. I hear he is like prolifically perverted. I've heard stories of like crazy ass furry horse porn and shit and yeah so that, that makes a lot of sense because if you guys remember in the tank episode yeah there was there was she was <laughs> zooming on her ass Damn boy. yeah it's like whoa there was an early shot too where it's kind of hard to make out but her titties were all mashed up 
They're all yeah. over the place in this. <laughs> it's a really weird position. Um, yeah. Oh, but I think what I was going to say before was about um, how I think we want a little bit more meat from some of these episodes and a little bit more of, uh, of like what the movie kind of gave us. And that uh, it might be, we've talked about this before, about how things kind of get stretched out. Like, mm. like the episodes here, I, I, I like the kind of standalone, like the, the robot one was kind of cool. It was like fun it, and I enjoyed where they took it, but some of it feels kind of filler. And I, it was interesting getting to the last two episodes because I, I didn't know that that was like the, that they switch up the format. Mm-hmm. I was getting kind of bored with it a little bit. Mm. Um, and then, so I, I thought it was interesting that they kind of tossed aside the stuff from the movie. Um, and I don't know if they dive into that storyline at all later, but I, I kind of I, I wanted to see an expansion of that movie. And this was something different, and I definitely appreciate what they did, but it's still like I gravitate towards the movie. And one of the things I kept thinking about when I was watching this was, I didn't know why it didn't happen, was why didn't Akira ever get turned into a series like this? Like, that seemed like it would have been ripe for a series. Mm. Um, um, miniseries, I think, would have been perfect. Well, like, whatever. Give it like a, like a six-episode OVA type deal or something, I think would be neat. Yeah, I'm just surprised that nobody went back to the manga and fleshed that out. Mm-hmm. I mean, now that I think about it, it probably it's just it's gonna happen someday. Uh, just so. the farther we get away from the release of Akira, like it's just like it only kind of builds upon its like sacredness. I think mm-hmm. where people probably don't want to touch it. Uh, but I'm curious with this. It seems like. Uh, like this came out in 2004, right? Uh, two. Mm, and the oh, the the movie was in the 80s. Uh, 90s. 95. 95. Okay. The I think the manga got released in the early 80s, maybe like 89. Hmm. Uh, I'm curious, like why. Why they rebooted it when they did, and why did they decide to do it the way they did? Um, unfortunately, I don't exactly know. Um, well, it it could be because I was looking it up, like on on the AnimeList.com. There's a lot like after this movie, after this anime series, there's a truckload more of Ghost in the Shell stuff that pops up. There's another, there's a, like two other movies that come out later on. There's another anime series that comes on. So it could be that they were just building up to that stuff. It seems like they like to take breaks between this, which I think is good. So you don't end up like burning people out on it. Mm-hmm. So it seems like you get a big uh, flood of stuff. You get a bit of it with the manga. You get some stuff in the 90s, early 2000s. You get standalone complex and a whole lot of spinoffs from there. And then there's a break and then we get a rise. Which that, which is, is the most recent one. Which apparently between the two, between this one and that one, 
got a really low score and this is like the highest rate this is like highly rated so maybe it does get much like like you know better in the complex episodes because yeah uh, this is the much better one this so seems so, it's uh yes a standalone complex is uh quite beloved so there's yes. a new series going on yeah it's a uh, it's called uh arise it's a uh, it's a bit shorter it's more like a mini series it's like hmm. Broken into like two chunk, two episode chunks, and there's like maybe four. There was a movie that came out for it. Um, when was this? Like a like maybe two years ago. One hundred percent. I didn't. Twenty fifteen. And yeah. people don't um, like 20th. it. Um, I don't know if it's people don't like it as much as they don't like it as much as it's standalone complex. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the way we reacted to Spider-Man cartoons after that '90s series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like it's not what i wanted <laughs> ah! even though what we wanted was bad <laughs> it was a mess uh, <laughs> uh, mm. are we yeah. gonna watch that hmm? i said are we gonna watch that that's next week okay cool and i actually haven't seen it before so i'll be going into it with fresh eyes as opposed to these other two things <laughs> mm. but but yeah like i was saying before i definitely want to give this anime a chance and i'll probably after i see the ghost in the shell movie probably be super into ghost in the shell after that and want to definitely watch all the way through it uh but it, it i just it seems like they just started this particular series up like that the the show kind of weird like the three episodes really felt like three episodes that should have been in the middle instead of the beginning because that's usually when mm-hmm. the filler and the you know the kind of downtime stuff happens after you've got like a large dose of the story and you kind of need a break from it and these episodes seem like the break well how would you how would you want to introduce these characters otherwise then like just kind of like looking to looking to have them do well, I think just, he just means, like we were talking about, you were saying that there's character-driven episodes that come later. Uh, probably just move those to the front, you know? I yeah. disagree. Well, um, we haven't seen them, so... Well, it's, it's, I'm not even talking about those episodes in particular. Yeah. Um, when I'm, what I guess what I'm getting at here is that I appreciate the ease of entry with this versus... Uh, sit down and really focus hard on these first few episodes. And if you miss them, you're fucked. No, I don't know. I don't say, yeah, I don't say like, I say, well, I say that because I did not like come into the, the show chronologically. It was something that was sort of on in the background. I wasn't paying too much attention at first. And I think, um, like I know I saw the tank episode early on, but I also I think this may be the first time I've seen the first episode. Hmm. Hmm. So it it really literally did feel like that Law and Order joke was like coming from personal experience where it was just something that was kind of on. And once I started paying attention to it, I realized the show was amazing. Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't uh, think that you were joking. That was a <laughs> spot on analogy. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I just mean like if it's it's weird because it does come from that time. I think shows are probably actually made differently now, and I I know they are. They're made to be binge watched in order. Mm-hmm. That's how they get dumped out. 
but back then um they probably were did have that in mind like oh people are gonna stumble into this uh so let's just kind of have it be some standalone stuff Mm -hmm. but uh i think uh you know going back to it i think it would have See, I think I was helped a little bit by being introduced to these characters through the movie last week. So I wasn't like I got dumped in and I was like, okay, everyone's there. But I think if I had not seen that, I might have uh, been tuning out a little bit more. Like I I definitely wouldn't have cared about the characters. Mm. So I just it would have been nice just to get just a little bit of introduction yeah because it, it's just like if back in the 90s or something when i was watching tons and tons and tons of anime if i would have seen this um would i have watched it uh probably yeah you know i you know what since yeah like mike was back then the style of shows they do a lot they did do a lot of that kind of stuff and if i was going into this with like the idea of thinking, oh, it's gonna be kind of like a cop drama type thing, then you know, but it's all you know, just sci-fi and all that kind of craziness. Then I, I probably would have watched it. But if I had just came off of watching Ghost in the Shell and I already kind of had a feel for the characters, uh, I think I would have wanted to go into this expecting to know more about those characters in the beginning. Not a lot. Like, don't give me like a dump or anything, but just kind of. <clears throat> The yeah, way they, they be introduced. They kind of dance around. The only thing I could really think of is when she sort of gave the same speech to... Uh, Togusa. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. she did in the movie about, oh, this is why you're here and why we picked you, and you're straight from the the cops. And uh, it's also... I, I might have missed things because I... That were those cues because I just watched the movie and I already knew them, like... I'm not sure when they drop uh, in those early episodes that every that some people are cyborgs and some people aren't. Um, but like I know they don't even say the word ghost until like the third episode. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, uh, I guess uh, I will admit that the the show's a bit slower by comparison. Grain of salt. Uh, a lot of me reacting to you guys saying this is because uh, one thing from. I don't even know if I can I can put this on the '90s in particular, or you know, stuff prior to now. I really hate when the first three to five episodes of a show is blah 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 the movie. Mm. If you know what I mean, where it's like, here you go, uh, two and a half hours or ninety minutes or whatever dedicated to telling you the origin of these characters before anything substantial or anything interesting yeah. actually happen. Uh, I don't know why that bothers you, but it's, um, it's just, it's like kind of boring and irritating. Uh, I just you, prefer immediate res, I guess. Uh, also, you said, uh, that this was slower. I definitely don't think it was slower than the movie. Um, well, I mean, just to build up towards uh, it takes mm-hmm. a little longer to get good. Is what I mean. But, by that. but yeah, I'm. I know you don't like it when I do this, but I gotta like bring it back to be up because it because really that show did so much well. Like I think if you're gonna like that's the 
kind of balance that I would have liked to have seen as far as like first five episodes, like here's everybody, this is kind of their deal and they're in this situation. Like we'll get to more of their backstory like way later in the series, but this is in general, like here's their personality. Like you get, you don't get the big long origin story, but you get yeah. an intro. You know yeah. I mean? I'd be down for that. Like uh, yeah. the bebop route, I appreciated that because it wasn't just a look at me expositioning over this part of my backstory or cryptically hinting at it. Look how mysterious I am. No, they were just doing what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like for... go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I think uh, part of this. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, somebody uh, somebody contracted my brain farts. <laughs> Uh, for like, for, like for me, what I would have since like after seeing the Ghost in the Shell movie and knowing that Major and all the other characters like they're cyborgs and they have all, you know, they can do all these crazy things and it would have been nice if what they did in the first episode not do a whole big crazy story dump but like show that she is a cyborg, show that there's more to her than just being another cop, that kind of thing. Because that because the impression I got just looking out of them, I know they're in a futuristic world. But it just really felt like to me, this is just really just another cop drama. It's just a bunch of guys trying to stop these, you know, these criminals versus I wish if they would have kind of just hinted and gave us a little taste mm-hmm. of what they are and, you know, what's going on in this world. That would have like, like raised my eyebrow like, hey, wait a second. Yeah. Maybe I should keep watching. Well, mm-hmm. there's I guess uh, there's something to that in regards to how different the major's design is in the uh a movie, the animated film, she's very robotic. She's very still. She doesn't blink. She rarely exp- like has any expression other than a pure neutral on her face. Uh, even her colors are kind of muted. Yeah, and that's that's actually what I was going to point out earlier just now was sort of not that in particular, but the reason why I would have liked the animation to have been better is because in the movie you got so much of the world uh, and and who people were just through the animation and the visuals. It, visuals, it explained so much and it was so fascinating to see. Whereas when you dial that back um, in a product like this, it it really hurts it because it kind of hurts the feel of the world that you're in. Like, like you get the feeling that they're in the future and stuff, but there's not those little details that you can kind of pick apart and say, oh, this is how this looks in the future and stuff. Um, so I, I felt like that was like a big loss. Um, and it, that's why it wasn't holding me as much. It's not as visually driven. And it's a little more reliant on exposition to kind of get a lot of the concepts of how things work in the future across. Mm. Um, yeah. See, the world I, definitely felt alive in the movie. Well, it 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 looked significantly different, and I think that has more to do with the time period than anything else. Because um, remember, this is this is '90s. This is like grunge. This is peak edgy and extreme. And I feel like the look um, really reflects the time period. Yeah, it does. That's another thing that it was interesting to me. Um, but I think the movie had uh, it's 
I guess it is of its time, but for me it felt a little more timeless. And I think that's because I think when they made this, they kind of sat down and said, okay, let's look at where we are today and then build upon that into a logical future. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you end up having things like they're all talking on cell phones, but they're all like flip phones with like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, actual buttons on them. And we know that that's not the directions that, that phones have progressed toward. Except Japan still really likes flip phones. They really do. Um, but, see, also, so uh, phones things. are kind of pointless at this point since they have like computer brains they can contact each other directly on. Yeah, but so there's, I mean, just the design of stuff like that, it kind of creeps in a little bit. Where, and like some of the laptops definitely look like laptops from 2004, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't bother me that much, but it definitely like pulls me a little bit out of the future and brings me back to when it was made, which is interesting. Yeah. It's kind of like they have the stuff they had in 2003, but that stuff does infinitely more obscene shit. Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, This, uh, this anime really does feel like since ghost in the shell came out in 1995, that they were trying to test the waters and see, would this concept still work well? Maybe that's why the budget wasn't huge and it was structured the way it is. I mean, I, I, I don't know for sure, but it just, maybe that's why it, it is the way it is. Cause they're just trying to test to see would people really care about this. I'm certain they had to know people would care about it considering how big it was. I mean, I've, it seems like there's huge gaps, but you have to consider there's a lot of uh, material that probably just doesn't hit the States. Like, I, I think when I was looking this up, I noticed that there was a lot of uh, like novel adaptions of stuff or novel mm. follow-ups. And then, of course, I don't know how many mangas have been made in regards to this and then remade or reprinted or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, <laughs> God, what the point to this? Am I saying that was... Um, but yeah, let's... Try and step away from comparing this to the movie for just a second. Um, overall, what were your favorite episodes of the five? Um, the robot one was interesting. Um, I, I think that was kind of a... It's something that we see a lot of now. It, it's something that we're more used to seeing in science fiction of hey you don't have to die down on your brain and put it somewhere else um and it was kind of uh i think that episode was it didn't feel like it was anything new for me but it felt like as an episode it was well put together it had a a a pretty standard arc and it ended where i thought it was going to end um so uh but it was fun like the fun coding is what made the episode for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. First episode, I was like, it was okay. What was the third episode? Sex doll. Uh, where the guy tries to run away with his waifu bot. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was definitely like a 
like a procedural cop drama moment, the like rewinding the tape at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really, really those, those were the four episodes we watched. Um, well, those were the three standalones, and then there were the two regarding the Laughing Man case. Yeah, the Laughing Man one didn't. I was really, it was. I was struggling to kind of pay attention to that one. Huh. There was some interesting parts to it, like the hacking thing, but I kind of tuned out a little bit for that one. It was. Uh, <laughs> It was weird because I was expecting, like, structurally, I was expecting it to be resolved by the end. And Mm -hmm. then it was like, here's more. And I was like, oh, okay. I kind of had to force myself to pay attention to to it. Uh, And it's still not resolved, right? No, that that, uh, progresses all the way through the... 26 episodes with uh, weird, with not weird, but uh, gaps in between for standalone episodes. Huh. Though I think it still gets mentioned in some standalone episodes. Yeah. Like it's still going on in the background. I would imagine. See, that's kind of what I thought. Like, I feel like a normal series would do. Well, maybe not because it is early. It's hard to say without having watched the whole thing. But I feel like, uh, you know, shows will have an overarching plot, but then like the individual episodes that are more standalone and so i guess they they, that's what i was expecting from the beginning i think i guess that's why it was throwing me off the first few episodes because for 26 episodes i was like i'm so used to the plot running through um but then when i kind of understood what they were doing i was a little while like oh this is interesting Mm. uh what about you joe um, probably this uh, along the same lines as that. I mean, my favorite one was the the, the tank one because I I like those little tanks. They were kind of yeah, funny. Touch comic relief. Yeah, <laughs> they were kind of funny. Uh, yeah, so those those kind of woke me up there. I was like, yeah, this is this is interesting. Um, the but then the the whole laughing it was okay. I was just. I was kind of in and out of that one too. I mean, it, that particular, are you saying that particular case is that's pretty much the series at that point, that that's the one thing uh, they focus on. It's the sort of overarching thing going on over the course of the 26 episodes. I'm guessing that it has to be bigger than that guy then, right? Oh yeah. That, that guy we, they, they were following. Oh yeah. It gets huge. Okay. That yeah. that makes me feel better because I was it was just like just that guy. Yeah, no, he's, he's motherfucking small ass potatoes. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's so, good to hear. Yeah, that's that is good to hear because I when I they kind of the beginning of it kind of sounded like they were starting to dive into something that was similar to the the movie's plot, so I was sort of interested. And then when it was just like, oh, it's this guy, like, oh, they already know who he is. See, I was exp- and I, I was like, oh, like it's this guy, and the show is, all the stories are contained in one episode, so I was expecting it to end, uh, and then it didn't, so I was kind of thrown off there. Mm. But uh, mm. yeah, you know, it probably sounds like we're dumping on this, but I thought yeah. it was enjoyable. 
but you think we're dumping on everything. Uh, I no, you was, guys are just better at explaining what you don't like than what you do. Um, I disagree with that. I think maybe we talk more about where we could see improvement because it's harder to go like, hey, I love this forever. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I actually... Like, I'd be willing to watch more of this for sure. Like, it's the world is interesting enough to me and the ideas that it's talking about. And I'm kind of starved for cyberpunk stuff that uh, I'd definitely be down to watch more of this. Um, I guess I shouldn't be, in, in spite of uh, my piffy little comment prior, I guess I shouldn't be surprised to hear you say that. Uh, the, I guess, big name behind the series and that uh, he is let me find my list uh director series composer script writer storyboarder and chief writer of the series is also all of those things to eden of the east uh kinji hmm. yep oh yeah so i want to say this series is if not the reason maybe one of the reasons why they kind of uh he was given full range to make a series without any prior uh, material. Because mm-hmm. Eden of the East is pure pure anime. It doesn't have like a manga or a novel or anything before it. I see. So he cut his teeth on this. Yep. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, we established himself. Gotta go back to Eden of the East. Well, that's tied to another theme month. Okay. And you guys were Good. all hard up for Ghost in the Shell, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like I said, like I said, Ghost in the Shell is coming out on Friday. So once I go see that, I'm pretty sure over the weekend, I'm gonna want to see. I'm gonna want to see more. So I'll probably look at this again. Yeah, some other stuff. I'm very interested in the movie. Like regardless of the controversy, like just seeing clips of it, like seeing that world brought to life in reality. After seeing all this animation, is I'm very curious to see how they pull that off. It looks pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Didn't they work closely with the people who actually, you know, in Japan who made the the manga and all that stuff? Or clearly I... not that close. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You'll hear it when we, the last episode airs. Me and Jumper Kibbles already had a long ass discussion about that. All right, well, I got to listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's, yeah, well, uh, I'll, I'll, it's 26 episodes. Yeah, why not? It's not going to take that. Um, if you want an abbreviated version, and I guess I can explain this in depth in the recommendations, but uh, there is a um, sort of a feature length version of this that kind of condenses the Laughing Man case mm. into. I don't know if I can call it a film. It's probably more like a documentary. I think it's three hours long, but mm-hmm. it tries to make a movie of sorts out of all the Laughing Man specific episodes. <laughs> so if you if you want a condensed version, you can try that. Is this a fan thing? No, no, it's official. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, J- Japan really likes, uh, in regards to anime compilation films, it's mm-hmm. been something they've done since forever. It's because they got too much fucking anime. Uh, kind of. Um, back in the day, 
like getting a hold of like tapes was a lot harder, more rare. Mm-hmm. So the more cost effective way to do it was to create compilation films. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's how me some... and Joe discovered Ashton on Joe. Mm-hmm. I heard somebody did that with Breaking Bad recently. I kind of mm-hmm. want to watch it because I never seen. I've only seen a couple episodes, but like everyone talks about it so much, it's like, well, maybe I should just watch that thing. That was yeah. a fan thing. It's pretty good. They're also doing that with Digimon right now, too. Digimon Try, they're releasing a whole bunch of different episodes in the movie theater. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's, did, it, did that movie come out before or after? Uh, it came out anime? after. It is a, like, after. A, like a compilation film. They did oh, a similar one for the following season and then did like a v- movie sequel of sorts afterward. Mm. That's a lot of love for this thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah there was also um, I want to say a game made for it. Oh, there's a couple games, isn't there? Well, like there two. was there was a game specifically made based on Standalone Complex. Um, when we cover the manga, we're also going to cover the PlayStation One game because I have a sneaking suspicion they're very similar in tone. Yeah. See, clearly people <laughs> loved this particular anime a lot if they're going to release all that content for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, it covers a lot of interesting stuff. Um, I guess uh, in the, in like the pantheon of Ghost in the Shell stuff I'm aware of, I uh, appreciate this for being able to get this stuff in bite-sized chunks because uh, it's deep. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even though you're getting small portions of it in this show, this is definitely, especially once you get to the mid-season area, thinking man's show. Mm. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Is it like is it like primer deep? Is it that deep? Primer. Okay, you haven't seen that movie. Never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> Never, mind. Never mind. Uh. Yeah, talking about all the the different versions of this that are coming out and, you know, all the movies, live action movie. It just makes me really wonder why Akira stopped. <laughs> it was just the movie and the, it was just the manga. and It was just the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know for sure. Unfortunately, my, uh, amount of information I have between the two of them is, uh, I guess not enough. Yeah. Maybe we'll find some explanation for it down the line. You know, they could. It's funny because at this point, that that movie is, I guess, is a tangent. But that movie is such a. It's so beloved by like so many people on the planet that I feel like you could hire off the bat so many people that would just be willing to like jump in and do it the same way. That like they made the movie slavishly like, so yeah like you i mean there's so many people who from who would probably like relocate to like work in a studio and like hand draw and people that already like ape that style and like know it like the back of their hand and you could like make an extension of it you know and like a new version that covers everything in the manga is like a series mm-hmm. well at least at least in america uh, just hand-drawn or just 2D stuff in general isn't quite as popular as it used to be. I think that would work really well in Japan, but probably not in America. Why would it be made in America? 
because you don't really see, like I just said, you don't see 2D stuff. It's usually CG or um, it's usually like computer 3D or it's live action. They don't really do 2D stuff anymore. Yeah, I know. I said, why would it? It's an anime. Obviously, I mean, Japan would do it. Joe, were you thinking about a live action Akira film? Oh, sorry. When you guys are talking, I was thinking about the live action almost got made. So I had America. Oh, you, oh you, mean, you mean Tony? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was I was thinking about the live action. Travis, yeah, Travis, that was, that was my <laughs> my fault. I got that garbage out of my head. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why I was thinking about America. Yeah, no, I'm talking <laughs> right. about like another anime that's like oh, okay, totally multi episode that just covers what the manga was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's a god that will have a, an American Martin Scorsese's. <laughs> Tone version. Who was gonna make that for a second? Was it? I don't know. Uh, it was the guys that did Book of Eli. <laughs> they were gonna try and make it. Oh. Uh. Um, honestly, I would have been down. I wasn't so sure about the names, but I guess if it was a transplant adaption, I wouldn't have minded it so much. Yeah, it seems like that's what they were gonna do. I think there was like Neo New York or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with the transplant adaption. They're doing that with uh, Death Note on Netflix, and it mm-hmm. looks like it might be okay. Netflix is on a roll. My yeah. God. The director is, uh, he did uh, Your Next and The Guest, two films that I was really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear he's good with the thrillers. Mm-hmm. I liked Your Next, but I really loved The Guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, now you really got me thinking. Why hasn't Akira come back in some form, any form? It's just, like, gone. Well, <laughs> no one has touched it. Otomo's still alive, right? That's I the question. don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, um, seeing as how we're veering this far off topic, I um, guess it's time for recommendations. Anything you guys want to say about the episodes we watched before we get to that? Anything you want to say about them? You didn't say which ones you, were your favorites. Was it the yeah. Laughing Man stuff? Um, well, I appreciated the Laughing Man stuff. I think it was actually that uh, first episode with all like the brain swapping was kind of neat, and I get it just kind of fell into that uh, police mm. procedural with cyberpunk elements thing that I uh, appreciated about this series overall. Um, getting little bits about the world without someone having to stand there look at you and explain it to you. Mm-hmm. You really don't like that, do you? I, it's not that I. It's not that I don't like it. It's that it feels a little cheap, I guess. It, it is. I talk about that a lot, and it, that's one of the things that bothered me, sort of, in later episodes uh, and in the movie a little bit. But yeah, now that you mentioned I, the brain swapping thing and like the wait a minute, so. The guy was that guy liked switching his body with geishas. Yeah, like like just elements like that I, I find amusing, but Yeah. And the other guy went into like fuck him as the geisha. Well, I think the the whole point was that they were trying to get some information off another guy. Mm-hmm. Um they were they were aware of that, so they go in. They send someone in during this party. Yeah to collect said information and a spy from <laughs> a sort of corporate spy walks in, gets caught, gets attacked. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, the, the, the bureaucracy is still there and it's thick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is clearly Japan. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I, yeah, now that we talk about it, I did appreciate uh, a lot of stuff that first episode did with kind of like the brain swapping and like the, like that felt like a cool extension of the world. Uh, same thing with the second one where there's brain swapping. Uh, third one was they started to, not that I didn't like the episode, but they kind of lost me in terms of like doing cool stuff with the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that was a, it was kind of a weird one. It was a bit, uh, it still kind of like tackles some information and we get chippy stealth tank, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of funny. Um, yeah, it felt, I guess if, if we're, we're talking about police procedural type plots, it felt the most by the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, yeah, it was like, Oh, like the lovers and like we're cops and like, like, there's there's not a whole lot of reason behind it. The uh, antagonist of this episode is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Is he crazy? Yeah. Oh really. well, yeah, he wants to run off and marry his sex doll, and she can't be unique unless all the other sex dolls are dead. Yeah, you're yeah, right. <laughs> but but I didn't. I really understand why. Maybe he was. Maybe he just was crazy. Why he was quoting. Like programmed in her to quote that movie or something. So here's what I I got from that is that that's like this guy is like painfully awkward to the point of actually probably having one or more mental illnesses. What he probably did with that robot was just sit there and watch movies with her. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Okay. So he was just all <laughs> nutter butter. All right. See, gotcha. I, well, I thought earlier in the episode they were asking questions about uh, ghosts showing up in in these kind of these androids that supposedly didn't have ghosts. Mm-hmm. So they kind of I thought they were more teetering on the edge of uh, kind of talking about you know do these androids have life and are they able to love? Um, Do they, I think the implication at the end of this is that she was maybe developing something over time. Yeah, but it was still, and I kind of appreciate that they did take a little harder stance on the, she is just a robot bit more so than the, like she feels everything. Yeah. Um, Cause it kind of, it made me a little bit, Uneasy. It, uneasy. It made me think about if I was like the cop in that situation. It was like, what do we do with this thing? Like, is it really like feeling? Like, I don't want to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know? It's well, weird. Yeah, they well they established that a lot of what she was saying was just her parroting the movie. But the uh, I guess the end episode twist is that the last bit she came, she seems to have come up with herself. Mm-hmm. But but that's the part I, I that also confused me is that when she did finally do that whole scene where she was grabbing his arm and said, you know, I, I also love you. Correct. I, at that moment, I was like, whoa, yeah, OK, she's starting to feel something. But then the next thing she said, she says, I'm sorry. Why were you sorry if you said you loved him? Well, no, she said, she said, I don't want to love you. And oh, so they, yeah, sorry. That, that, that's the part that I think that, that just. Yeah. What, it, what I don't understand that if you said you love, but you I don't I I don't though even that kind of because he's crazy because uh, was it the conversation between the major and Bato uh, 
they kind of come to the conclusion that she might have been doing that just to keep him from getting shot. Yeah, that's what I thought. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe she that's obviously disarmed him because she didn't want. That's what I thought. He, she didn't want him to get into further trouble and like get killed or do something stupid. Um, so that that makes a lot of sense. But I guess just the with her saying that I don't love you part that still has me lost. I don't. Wasn't that. that wasn't that from the movie? Yeah. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, 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 you're right. Okay. The apology, <laughs> the apology at the end was the part she came up with on her own, seemingly. Uh, okay, so it's piecing from what he programmed into her and to what she was saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Again, it's it's something. It's interesting to see that tackled in like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's such a, you know, you have whole movies like Blade Runner that are dedicated to this. It's interesting to see these whole things compacted down because i guess that is another thing that's jarring is i'm so used to seeing these topics talked about so in depth like whole movies just about these single subjects and then they cover it like the episode with the the tank brain in just 20 minutes Mm -hmm. it's a short arc but they get the point across and it's interesting to kind of see it done that way yeah there's a definite art to the brevity of it and the thing I appreciate in regards to a series is that it doesn't mean you can't come back to it. You just have to vary how you come back to it and in what way and tackle different. But yeah, I've already said all this a dozen times. And that's the um, seeing it tackled in that's why I was expecting it to be because it talks about all, all the stuff like this. That's why I was, I, I was expecting it to be more of a like long term, like a really long story told over 26 episodes that covered a lot of different topics throughout it rather than mm-hmm. this episode's about this. This one's about this. Yeah. Uh, well, just, Real quick, because I gotta go. My recommendation is uh, Psychopaths. I'd mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. but that that same anime is kind of like this. You know, it's a bunch about a police, bunch of police officers in a, you know, like cybernetic futuristic world, and they deal with all kinds of really crazy, crazy cases. Mm-hmm. So it's um, mm-hmm. I, it's it's very similar to uh, Ghost in the Shell, in like in some of the cases that they do, but highly. Highly recommend watching that one. That anime is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's really good because it you it does what uh, Ghost in the Shell does pretty well, which is takes the procedural elements and uses them to explore this specific take on the future. Which yeah, in their case is one where like a person person's emotional states kind of dictates how they're seen in the eyes of the law. <laughs> And they if, use if that you're crazy, as a way to straight get locked up. <laughs> yeah, but what the great thing about it is they kind of do that. It's almost like Minority Report. They kind of yeah. they look at you ahead of time before you actually do the crime. It's it's really crazy, and the it's it's so good. Yeah. We need to <laughs> down the road. We need to watch some of that. Oh, it's, it's, it's really uh, good. When we there's going to be a dedicated month towards cyberpunk, which is where uh, Psychopaths is going to be watched. Yeah, cool. So, All right, well, I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go, guys. So right. definitely watch that one. Ghost in the Shell, awesome. Joe, bye. Bye, Joe. Bye.
Uh, Rico's abandoning us again. Uh huh. You guys get to hear it this time. Yeah. Disgusting. It's proof. Um, hey, didn't we do it? What was the month where we talked about the uh, download? That was the 80s OVA month. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I love Cyberpunk. Um, I'm kind of working on one, on an episode uh, of Cyberpunk for Ooh. my show. Uh, so, yeah. But anyway. Uh, do you have anything to recommend? Anything to recommend? Yep. Um, let's see. <laughs> Based on this that I didn't recommend last week. Yeah. What did I say last week? Uh, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I said like download Blade Runner, Akira, etc. Yeah. Um, uh, let me think. Are there stories about brains? Um, wait, maybe I mentioned those movies last week already. The ones I wanted to do for my cyberpunk shit. Are you there? Uh, sorry, I had to mute the mic while I sneezed. Mm. <laughs> um, while you think about that, I think I got one. Granted, I haven't seen an episode of the series proper, but the premise sounded <clears throat> pretty spot on to this. is a series came out in 2014 and featured our boy... Carl Urban. It's called Almost Human. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> where he was a cop, and I think he had a robot partner. Mm-hmm. That's right. God, I should watch that. I fucking love Carl Urban. Yeah. But it just looked kind of bad. <laughs> uh, it looked like it was definitely going to be low budget mm-hmm. as fuck. But I actually wanted to watch it, but this was at a point in time where I didn't have uh, cable mm-hmm. or even basic TV. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm starting to think of other future cop movies. Uh, <laughs> Logan's Run kind of talks about it, not really, but it's the future and they're kind of cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demolition and Minor Man and Minority Report. Those are things that we'll talk about on my show. Um. Let's see. <laughs> I had uh, something else. Something again. I think I saw a movie for this and I think this series was on when I was a little kid my mom may have watched it not sure Um, a series called Alien Nation oh yeah fucking shit which is a police procedural except replace robots with aliens yeah that's right god I remember that shit every once in a while I remember that that was a thing and I'm like oh yeah nobody talks about that anymore (laughs) just remember in my in my tiny child brain it was oh that's that show with the weird heads uh huh yeah I think at one point I watched a uh, film version of it Mm -hmm. there is a movie looking at the Wikipedia I think it was like 88 or something I think the movie came first right yeah yeah so weird um Repo Men? I think it's Repo Men. 
Did you ever see that one? Mm, is that the one where people would really show up to repossess your organs? Yeah. I haven't seen it. It sounded... I, I was kind of on the fence about it. Um, I think I was too, but I was kind of into it. And I also think that there's two different cuts that are uh, different. Um, I think I might have seen the, the director's cut. Uh, I remember it has the RZA in it, but it stars Jude Law and Forrest Whitaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like that's like not a combo that you could go wrong with. Yeah, um, but, you gotta make effort to fuck that up. Yeah, I, I think I was like casually watching it, and I may have even been like going to sleep. But um, I remember being impressed by it. Mm. I thought the world was really interesting. Um, it was felt like stuff I had seen before, but it kind of felt fresh. Um, as I I want to rewatch that one now, Repo Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well couple of things we already mentioned uh if you want a condensed version of this series there's the uh laughing man ova or compilation film whatever you want to call it which covers the laughing man case exclusively um something by the similar creator and something we covered a little bit um eden of the east if you like how this guy tells the story yeah and also, Eden of the East is just fucking good. Um, heading on over to Anime Planet here because I can't... I'm trying to come up with specific rec- uh, recommendations that are specifically anime. <laughs> Since half the shit we've mentioned is live-action movie or TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess another futuristic uh, cyberpunk type thing centering around robots, androids, that sort of thing. Also came out in the 90s. Uh, Armitage the Third. Uh, interesting element. The dub they made for this <laughs> stars uh, Elizabeth Berkeley as Armitage and um, <laughs> motherfucking um, Jack Bauer. <laughs> It's her like male counterpart. <laughs> I never saw Armitage. What the hell's it about? Um, it's I think it's a a takes place on the colonized Mars. Um, androids are commonplace, and it centers around an android serial killer, which is to say, a guy who kills androids. That sounds fascinating. And it's it's a, crazy. That's it. <laughs> It's an anime that got made into a movie with Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, no, it's um they're doing voice work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's way less crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, the anime itself is crazy. The casting is just kind of like anecdotal. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> Jesse Spano. <laughs> She's so excited. Mm-hmm. Um talking about uh, Android Robot women. Essentially, they kind of talk about it in the episode uh, and like gender and kind of, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the major getting hella pissed off about a sex bot. Yeah. Um, that whole want... episode was just like a foot in the otaku ass. <laughs> if you want uh, that very kind of small discussion, 
spread out and like very immediately talked about in a film that's actually kind of a, a masterpiece. Uh, watch Ex Machina. Uh, it's, it came out in 2014. Really good fucking movie. It's got uh, Alicia Vikander, who I think is going to be the new Tomb Raider, mm. and uh, my boy Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. And Domhnall Gleeson. You had a good year in 2015. Mm. I still haven't seen that movie. Ex Machina? Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's on my list. It's amazing. Yeah, I think we're good as far as recommendations go, so... I got one more. Okay. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay. I'm going to need a little more than that. Um, it feels actually kind of cyberpunk, actually really cyberpunk. Yeah, well, that's specifically that 90s ass cyberpunk mm-hmm. for which, your ass. Yeah, which is, I'm, my brain is just now rectifying that it put two things that I really love together. Like, I already liked the movie, but now I'm, I need to rewatch Cyberpunk it. and Dennis Hopper? Uh, well, it's Super Mario. Oh. <laughs> Video games. But, uh, yeah. King Koopa talking about Pap's Blue Ribbon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like 90s cyberpunk is very distinct from the rest of it. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, I think that's where it was kind of... Not, not quite born. where it was born, but where yeah. it kind of grew up. Mm-hmm. So kind of like us, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Robocop. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anything you want to say to the audience before we um, switch brains and fist fight? <laughs> Eat my butt. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't think you want to switch brains with me. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) I'll look down and find somebody's, well, you know. (laughs) Your mouth in somebody's butt? No, you were saying telling (laughs) other people to eat your butt. See, see, why? Why? (laughs) When I'm involved, shit just has to get gay. (laughs) It's not gay. Mouths and butts. Yeah. <laughs> See, I feel like I should be making a joke or something, but my brain. You, congratulations, you gave me the brain farts back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See you next week, everybody. Yep. More ghosts in the shell. And, mm-hmm. uh,. Hopefully fewer brain farts. Yeah. I probably should have just like ate more or something. Maybe more Joe. Uh, Oof. Ah. (laughs) Uh, You okay there, Mike? Yeah, I'm just relaxing. (laughs) Another hard day at the office. 
of podcasting from my couch. <laughs> oh, man. Oh yeah, due to, I don't know, show-related complications, there won't be an uh, episode preview. Spoilers, next week is Ghost in the Shell Arise, the uh, first two episodes. So, yeah, from one series to another, I guess. Anyhow, let's get down to business. Uh, special thanks, as always, to, I swear to God, one day... Oh, oh God, muscle memories on some memory or is it just habit but whatever habit's a motherfucker point is the song you're listening to right now is Synthetic Highway if you want to hear more songs like that head over to soundcloud.com slash submorphine s-u-b hyphen m-o-r-p-h-i-n-e the song you won't be hearing this week but we'll hear in you know following in prior weeks in regards to the episode previews is uh, Anime Raku if you want to hear more of that, head on over to facebook.com slash squarion, S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. If you want to stay up to date with us, head on over to soundcloud.com slash Radio. Uh, subscribe to us on Android, iTunes, or Google Play, Listen Radio. Uh, and, um, friend us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Radio. Add us on Twitter at... Hey, listen, radio. Um, I did this order a bit differently, so I feel like I'm missing something. Screw it, whatever. If it, if it's there, it's not there anymore. It's not important. Uh, yeah, if you want to talk to the host individually, you can find me on Twitter at Otaku Connect. You can find Joe at NHEP Returns, and you can find Mike at Hyper Nineties. Anyway, um. That's all I got to say for right now, so um, until next week, thank you for listening and have a good night, people.